This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Robert Mays of The Athletic joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Robert, thanks for a couple of minutes. The games this weekend, I'm a Packer owner, so I took the Packers. I feel like the Bills might win as well. Are you with me, against me? Where are you at on these games? Oh, I think it's going to be close. I mean, when you look at the last time the Bills and the Chiefs played, I've said this a couple times this week, I can't remember Brian Dable and Josh Allen looking as out of sorts as they looked in that game. And that's not a surprise. You know, the Bills, or excuse me, the Chiefs on defense just throw so much at you. So I assume that the Bills will have a little bit better of a plan. And that offense has been so good over the last month and a half or so. I think they're one of those rare teams that could possibly keep pace with Kansas City offensively. I, you know, think the Packers are a better team than the Buccaneers. It's close, but, I mean, I keep thinking of Tom Brady and Tom Brady and all this luck that he's had, and he's good. He's been in nine of these championship games the last ten years. But I also think there's a lot to be said for Aaron Rodgers and how well he's played this season and how much he's won. Like, Tom Brady, he gets these AFC championship games. He had them in New England all the time. Rodgers wanted a championship game in Green Bay his whole career, and he's finally getting that. And I think the Packers are good enough. They can't turn the ball over, and it would help if they went up early. But I, I do like the Packers in this game. Oh, I don't I don't blame you at all. I mean, the way that they're playing offensively, you know, going back and rewatching that Week Six game earlier this week, it's not even like it's an outlier. It's like it happened in an entirely different universe. It just feels so unlike anything else the Packers have done all season that I don't think we'll see anything like that again. I think there are specific sorts of adjustments to things that Tampa Bay did, and I think the Packers are in such a groove right now. I I wouldn't be surprised at all if we saw a very, very different game to the one that we saw the first time around. Other NFL news this week I want to ask you about. You've been writing a lot about Phillip Rivers. Uh, So I'm going to ask you the Hall of Fame question. I mean, is Phillip Rivers a Hall of Famer? I think sometimes when you ask that question, that is an automatic no. If you got to ask, then it's a no. Is Phillip Rivers a Hall of Famer? I think he is, yeah. And I think that the argument against him is twofold. One, playoff success, which I think is completely overrated when it comes to quarterbacks and things like that. You know, Aaron Rodgers has only been to one Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. Ben Roethlisberger was 9 of 21 for 123 yards and two interceptions in the first Super Bowl that he won. It's a team game. And you need luck and you need breaks to get there. And if you look at the Chargers' playoff history when he was there, there's so many things, bounces of the ball, that had absolutely nothing to do with Phillip Rivers. And if one of those two things, two, three things, goes a different way, he absolutely could win a Super Bowl. You think of 06 when they lost to the Colts 
or excuse me, lost to the Patriots on a very fluky fumbled interception 07 when he tore his ACL before he had to play against the Patriots, little things like that. So I think the playoff success thing is overrated. His playoff numbers are comparable and even better than Ben Roethlisberger's have been throughout his entire career. Ben Roethlisberger happened to play with the second-best defense of this generation after Baltimore. And then if you go to the argument that he was never the best quarterback in the NFL or never one of the, even the best two quarterbacks in the NFL, and how could you be a Hall of Famer if that was the case? Well, it's not as if Phillip Rivers was just a good quarterback who played for a lot of seasons. He was one of the most efficient quarterbacks in NFL history who happened to play in the same era as all of the best quarterbacks in NFL history. He's sixth in essentially every single efficiency category from the last 15 years after the group of Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees. And that's okay. You know, It's okay to be sixth after arguably the five greatest quarterbacks or five of the seven that have ever played the sport. So I just think that the guys he played with and the breaks he got in the postseason are always going to knock him down a couple of matches in people's minds. But I also think that those reasons make him eternally underrated. So I think that he was a great quarterback for a long time, and people don't fully appreciate that. The coaching carousel has been winding down as well in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Nick Serrani now, the new coach of the Eagles. Uh, a lot of who, who? Who's that guy? Offensive coordinator with the Colts. Uh, Brandon Staley with the Chargers. I don't want to say who's that guy too much because who was Matt LaFleur? You know, and now he's he's got two 13-3 seasons under his belt. Urban Meyer with the Jacksonville Jaguars is interesting. Still no Eric Bieniemy coaching job. The frustration for a lot of people is getting very strong. The Chiefs offensive coordinator. There's still that job available in, in Houston if anybody wants it. Uh, Dan Campbell with an interesting tough guy act yesterday. Which of these hires do you think will be the most impactful right away of all the new coaches? It's a great question. I mean, obviously what Urban Meyer has done during his college career is undeniably impressive, but it's a much different job. And I think that that team is starting over. And I think that's part of the attraction and why he took that job is that they have a blank slate and a ton of resources. So, I mean, if they get Trevor Lawrence and they spend money the right ways in free agency this year and we'll see what happens with all those draft picks they have, I I think they're only trending in the right direction. That's why that job was so attractive. When it comes to kind of quick fixes, I think there are a couple different spots that I would look to. Atlanta, in my opinion, has a lot of talent offensively. You know, their offense essentially is coming back in full, and it's a group with a lot of good players on it that I don't think was necessarily being used in the correct way. And Arthur Smith runs an offense that shares a huge amount of DNA from the offense that Matt Ryan won an MVP with in 2016. And I think that he's comfortable with aspects of that offense, and that transition is going to be a little bit smoother than you typically think moving into a quote-unquote new offense. And when you have Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Hayden Hurst, you know, a bunch of pretty good offensive linemen, and Arthur Smith, who I believe is a very above-average offensive play caller and what he's done in Tennessee, I think that could be a pretty quick turnaround. I also think in, with the Chargers, I've, I thought Brandon Staley was a fantastic candidate for months now. I mean, I talked to him for a story that I did in December about their defense with the Rams. And, you know, for some of these guys, when it's one year as a coordinator, young, inexperienced, I think that is a legitimate question. You know, Nick Sirianni has never coordinated an offense before. He's never called plays before. 
Brandon Staley oversaw the best defense in the NFL for the entirety of the regular season. I know they didn't play well against the Packers, but the Packers have a historically good offense and the perfect quarterback to take advantage of what they try to do defensively. For the most part, they were cutting edge and successful, and I think if you listen to a lot of the things you said yesterday about trying to be at the forefront of a lot of ways that the sport is going, the Chargers fans should be excited. So those are the two I thought that made the most sense to me. The playoffs have been, I guess, good. We've been hoping for like more you know, tighter games. I think a lot of us got charged up for that Ravens-Bills game, and then it was kind of a stinker. What would be the best game-wise, Super Bowl matchup, the best game that you pit this opponent against that one? Oh, I think Chiefs-Packers. I mean, that's the one that we've been looking at for a while here. You think about not only the history, but the idea in my mind, I've always said that Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback I'd ever seen, and now I have to couch that with until I watch Patrick Mahomes. And you know, Mahomes is right there with Rodgers in ways that no one has ever been in my mind. You know, I think that Rodgers has always been in a class of his own in terms of ability at the position. And I think that Mahomes is the first guy I've ever seen that can kind of challenge that throne. And watching those two guys go against each other, because I don't think we've ever seen it. Because when they played previously, that was the game where Mahomes was hurt, and we got Matt Moore, I want to say. yeah. So I would love to see that game. And I think that State Farm would love to see that game. And I think that TV and the networks would love to see that game. Robert, appreciate your time. Catch his work at The Athletic, The Athletic Football Show there as well. Good stuff. We'll be in touch. Thank you, Robert. Absolutely. Robert Mays, Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If you're applying for a home renovation loan and you're a bit anxious, take that breath, breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.